One of the most pressing challenges of our generation concerns energy and growing demand for it. It affects almost every aspect of our lives. How we work, how we travel, how we spend our free time, how we design cities, or even how we think about the future of farming. And most of all, it affects our planet. In this podcast, we will talk about the future of energy, what are the biggest challenges for the grid operators, and what are the ideas to meet them that we all, electricity users, will benefit from this. My name is Łukasz Gras and I will be your host for the entire podcast series we called Powering Low Carbon Communities with ABB. Let's start. Green energy, renewable energy, sustainable energy, we all know these phrases very well. But when it comes to hydrogen and what we can benefit from it, that still seems to be somehow a mysterious thing. In today's episode, we will try to explain and to understand how hydrogen can make an impact on our society and where its place is on the landscape of clean energy. My guests today are Bruno Roche, Global Head Energy Transition at ABB. Hello. Hello, sir. Mathieu Guigny, CEO of LIFE. Nice to meet you. Hi there. Thanks for joining me today, uh, gentlemen. And I think that if there was a competition for the world of the last five years in the world of technology, hydrogen could be in the top three. Don't you think so? Most probably. <laughs> you know, I would like uh, us in the 20 minutes we have for this conversation to consider whether hydrogen is really natural, excellent fuel, fuel of the future. So... How will hydrogen change the world we know today? And why is taking such a significant part in the energy transition roadmap? All right, thank you for the question, Lucas. And uh, to answer your first one, I will say, don't worry. I think we will still breathe oxygen tomorrow. But, but you are right that uh, hydrogen will help for, for probably a better future. So uh, in this episode, I'm sure we will review why this energy carrier will take a major place uh, in the energy sector, and how hydrogen can generate uh, carbon-free uh, molecules. But already today, hydrogen is changing our lives, and it's only the start. If I take three years ago, I, I launched uh, in ABB a hydrogen initiative. And in 2021, I already changed my role from a local business manager position to a global head of energy transition, in which hydrogen plays a central role. My children, by the way, are much prouder to hear me speaking about hydrogen and oil and gas. And, and my wife, who is teaching English at uh, high school and pre-U, organizes already hydrogen discussions in her classes. So the, the team in ABB, especially the young talents, are extremely motivated to enable the transformation of the industry and develop the sustainable mobility. And with our customers, almost all interactions include energy transition topics. We even face a disruption with decarbonation that become a project criteria alongside the reduction of cost, deliveries, or the risk. And today, I'm very pleased that hydrogen is part of the podcast series you moderate. And I'm honored to have Mathieu with us, who leads by example with life to make the change happen now. Thank you very much, uh, Bruno. I'm really glad to be here today with you. I'm uh, the head of uh, life. It's a hydrogen production company, but uh, not gray hydrogen, green hydrogen, sustainable and ecological uh, hydrogen. And it's going to change the world because 
it's going to enable the world to abate the CO2 emissions that are killing the, the world. And uh, the potential for hydrogen is huge because we can talk about transportation, about trucks, about cars, about things like this, but also uh, we will talk about steel manufacturing, about cements, about the chemical industry. All those challenges you see in those industries can be addressed thanks to uh, green hydrogen. And the beauty of hydrogen for cars, for trucks, it's better than what you have today. An hydrogen car is nicer to drive than a diesel car. So it's going to change the world in a better way. I really love the vision you have just described, draw. But I think many of our listeners are not experts on hydrogen technology. I'm not. So before we delve into this topic for good, could you explain how the technology powered by hydrogen works? Yeah, Lucas, maybe to make it in simple words, hydrogen is mostly produced today by reforming fossil fuels. It uses thermochemical reactions. What is interesting is the alternative. Hydrogen can be produced today uh, uh, or for, for centuries already, but uh, we see this more and more, this electrolysis of water. So somehow to use electricity to split the water molecules, this H2O, and collect the freed hydrogen, the H2. And, and when Mathieu was speaking about reusing the hydrogen, we can even reverse this process uh, uh, when uh, we produce electricity back from hydrogen with a fuel cell. And, and as an example, as uh, Mathieu said, uh, driving a car is absolutely fun. You can also enjoy a taxi if you don't have a hydrogen, hydrogen car. There are about 100 that are uh, running in, uh, in Paris. Uh, and uh, basically, this is an electric car with the main battery being replaced by a fuel cell stack. So. We see a lot of new developments uh, uh, also that are very interesting, uh, where we can produce hydrogen from waste. Uh, we have an example in California with Solena Group. Uh, but OK, that, that explains in few words how, how this technology is made. But Mathieu, you can say probably uh, far better with what you do in life, which goes beyond with a vision uh, offshore, for example. Yeah, thanks a lot, Bruno, for describing how it's produced. So we need to produce hydrogen from something. It doesn't exist uh, in the nature. So uh, you can produce that from fossil stuff. So we don't want that. We can produce hydrogen from renewable energy and from water. This is just magic. Imagine that tomorrow the ocean or just ocean of this new oil, this new petrol, that's hydrogen. And we can make hydrogen offshore on platforms using windmills, offshore windmills, supplying electricity to the factory, the plant that produces offshore at sea the hydrogen. And you can bring back the hydrogen, which is a gas. You can bring back gas through pipes, through uh, thanks to uh, boats. So there's many ways to bring the back, back to the shore to use that in, in, in cars. And the beauty of, of the production of hydrogen is that it doesn't emit CO2, it produces oxygen as a byproduct. And now, if we picture thousands of offshore production platforms that are producing hydrogen that is used for cars, for trucks, the oxygen that is produced offshore, we can reuse the oxygen to put oxygen back in the ocean. 
The ocean are getting more and more acidic. They are losing their oxygen. It's a, it's a catastrophe. We're just killing the oceans. And we can reverse the phenomena we are creating today with fossil fuel. So this is just magic. You can produce this new petrol, this new gas, to supply your car with something that is made out of wind and water that is curing the planet. And you can drive a car with totally silent, and it is better than to drive than, a, than, the, um, than the traditional car. So I'm really proud to say to my daughter that I'm producing new fuel that doesn't stink and that is silent and that cure the ocean. Matthew, uh, a few minutes ago, you mentioned green hydrogen. In our podcast, we talk about clean energy. So how does hydrogen fit into the conversation about clean energy? What is green hydrogen? How is it different from other kinds of hydrogen? Well, today, all the hydrogen that is produced in, in the world, and there are dozens of millions of tons of hydrogen that are currently being produced, they are extracted. The hydrogen is extracted from oil, or from uh, fossil gas, so natural gas. So that's the way we are producing hydrogen today. Because the hydrogen is the energy of the diesel, of the gasoline. The problem is that when you extract a ton of oil, a ton of, of, of petrol, 80% of this ton of petrol that you extract, this ton of oil, is carbon. And only 10 to 15% is energy, is hydrogen. So the pure energy, the pure fuel is hydrogen. The problem with our current diesel, with the, the gasoline we are using, it's linked to carbon. And so when we use this energy, we emit carbon. And the pure form of energy is hydrogen. And if you produce hydrogen from electricity that is produced with windmills, with solar panels, etc., you have a new way to produce this energy that can replace oil, natural gas, and all what's creating problems today. So there's a lot of hydrogen produced today, fossil hydrogen, and we can easily make green hydrogen. Okay, almost all is clear for me uh, so far. Uh, but one thing puzzles me greatly. Why did, did the hydrogen subject explode now? Hydrogen is the most abundant molecule in our world, but in Europe, less than 2% of energy consumption comes from hydrogen, and it is mainly used to, to manufacture chemical products. But in terms of energy, it was in talks as a replacement uh, for fossil fuels for years. So why now? Is it the next uh, step towards a zero emission society? The use of hydrogen as an energy carrier and, and, and feedstock has been well known for centuries. Uh, absolutely right. But in the recent years, it's its ability to reduce the carbon emission that, that made it popular, a popular topic uh, in this energy and uh, industrial cycles. I, I believe that the main series of events uh, that, that trigger this H2 momentum are the Paris Agreement at COP21, probably the, the pitch from Greta on how dare you. And, and that has been accelerated or catalyzed by uh, the COVID pandemic. So now that, that hydrogen has been uh, adopted also by the public opinion, which is very important, we are running against the clock for keeping our global warm, warming under two degrees C. And 
I will answer your question like this. Victor Hugo was saying, there is nothing more powerful than an idea was time has come, some, something like this. And I, I think that applies very well and hopefully answers your question about why hydrogen now. You know, when I look at uh, the energy market, Selayman, I think uh, I know who the main players will be in the use of hydrogen. Gas and oil companies seem to be the obvious answer, but maybe I'm wrong. Well, if you think about what's a company, it's a, a society and you grow a culture in a, in a society. So it's going to be hard uh, for a company to change completely is, is mine. Uh, I mean, if you're French and tomorrow you, you're being told uh, now you have a, a, a Spanish culture, it's going to be di difficult. So there are companies that will achieve a shift that will take the right turn. There are companies that, that won't, and that's not a problem. There will be other companies that will create jobs, etc. Uh, at some point, it was the century of, uh, of coal, and now it's less coal and more something. Uh, so yes, it, maybe it's going to be the business for, or the new business for uh, gas and oil company, uh, fine, and there will be new companies, but it's such a huge market that there will be a lot of players And we need to have a lot of players because to decarbonize the steel manufacturing companies, to decarbonize uh, the, the trucks, there's 54 million trucks that are running every day on the roads of, uh, of Europe. So we will need everybody that can and that wants to, uh, to invest in, uh, in hydrogen. And it's happening now because those trucks, those cars, we need to electrify them. And electricity is uh, really a, a nightmare. Why? Because you need to produce electricity, transport electricity, and consume electricity in a, in a second. Hydrogen is much more convenient. It's like a, it's like a gas. You, you know, if it stays in a pipe for, for days, if it's uh, on a boat or uh, carried by a, a, a truck and it stays half an hour, two days, one week, Uh, on an arbor or, or in a storage facility, yes, fine, it, it works. So it's a convenient way of turning things that are running on oil, on gasoline or diesel, to something that is running on electricity. Because as Renault explained, uh, eventually the hydrogen is combined with oxygen in the, the engine, in the fuel cell, and it's getting... Uh, Uh, it's supplying electricity to a, a, an electrical uh, engine. So it's really convenient, and that's why it's, uh, it's also happening right now. Uh, uh, Lukash, we are working with oil and gas companies and the major ones, and for sure, we have developed with them very standard and, and, and very efficient processes, uh, keeping safety uh, as a priority, and that will serve the hydrogen economy, no doubt. But what is beautiful here, it's that it's not only this uh, oil and gas, it's also the utilities, the transport that uh, Mathieu said, and more importantly, the startups. And, and you have with life, uh, someone uh, with a vision, with a team of Mathieu that is super agile, that is disrupting the way we work, and, and it's also what we need. So my answer to your, to your question is not who will own it, we will own the, the, the hydrogen future, And, and because uh, the companies have to partner. This is key for success 
for, for this sector. And, and uh, that can be through joint ventures or partnership or consolidation, but we need them all. And, and the startups that, that uh, today uh, Mathieu represents are absolutely key in my, in my view uh, to make the, this step uh, that we need to do from this more standard and, and industrial uh, sector that we know. Apart uh, cars you, you, you've just mentioned, what are the uh, another example of concrete realization foreseen during the next five years? I, I will launch you on this one, Mathieu, because I'm, I'm very proud, Lucas, that we are uh, a partner for, of life for their first uh, green hydrogen production. Uh, and he will speak about it uh, much better than me, but a lot of things are going on. We are engaged in projects uh, uh, of uh, decent size. We speak about megawatt, so up to one to 20 megawatt. We, we call projects of 100, and, and, and people already speak about gigawatt that could materialize already in the, in the next five years. But coming back to this uh, uh, usage that you mentioned, and, and changing from the road back to river or, 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 or the sea. Uh, we will uh, also propulse a boat on the river Seine in Paris by mid-22, more or less, uh, with some partners being Sogestran and Bala. Uh, so that will be uh, a boat that will be on the river propulsed by a fuel cell, so having hydrogen turn into uh, electricity uh, to have his motor uh, working. So we have much more in store, but I, I think uh, it will be good on this uh, uh, concrete realization that uh, Mathieu will give us a bit more insight on, on, on what life is planning, because Mathieu, you are uh, yeah, leading by example on this one. Yeah, go ahead, Mathieu. We have a production plant in west of France that is currently supplying buses, trucks, cars with uh, hydrogen. And we are going to duplicate that all over Europe. So there's no zone in Europe, no region where you cannot have access to uh, hydrogen. We want to make cheap and ecological hydrogen, sustainable hydrogen available everywhere for everybody. Um, for small and medium uh, companies or uh, large uh, companies, for small cities, large cities, we will make that happen in the next five years. So tomorrow, we are going to duplicate what we do for mobility everywhere. But we are also going to supply hydrogen to the Deutsche Bahn in Germany for their uh, hydrogen train. Uh, we are going to supply hydrogen and install a 124 megawatt hydrogen production plant in Denmark to decarbonize the methanol production. So. Uh, the uh, chemical industry. We are going to decarbonize in Italy uh, a steel manufacturing plant. Uh, we are going to decarbonize ammonia plants. Uh, so we are going to do more than half a billion investment over the next four years because there's a lot of projects and there's a huge need for decarbonization. Sounds really impressive, really. And I uh, keep my finger crossed for all this initiative. Uh, gentlemen, last but not least, challenges. Let's talk about it. What are the challenges in the three steps of getting hydrogen? Production, distribution, and target application. Mm, that, that, that's a good one. Uh, 
if you are if you allow me three you say production distribution and application production i will say cost number one because to have this green hydrogen as we talk about affordable and ready to to kick off we need really to focus on 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 reducing uh, the cost uh, that it, it will be fully adopted. Uh, I will put uh, safety for the distribution because we cannot fail on the first execution of projects. Uh, Mathieu explained that this will be also uh, to refuel some buses or, or, or cars that could be in the middle of the city. So the distribution is absolutely key uh, to take into consideration safety in my view. So that will be my second challenge. And, and the third about the uh, application or, or what you mentioned, it's probably about the mix of the application in my view, because for really this to kick off again, as we were speaking about partnership, but this is the same technology. You cannot say that uh, hydrogen is perfect for one application and without the other, or I cannot say that a project will be justified only thinking about one usage and not another. So in my view, this mixed, and if we are ready to uh, really again partner to have this mixed of usage on this application, that will be the third challenge. Uh, don't know what you think, uh, Mathieu. Yes, thank you, Bruno. The production of hydrogen, today we know how to make it uh, cheap. It's just a question of uh, getting people educated on what the production players needs need to have. So. If you have a production that is cheap, if you can have the government understand how to make it cheap, then we will make this available and it triggers distribution, it triggers car uh, purchase, it, it triggers uh, change of truck fleet, it triggers everything when you have hydrogen available. We always talk about the chicken and egg uh, situation. I know how to solve that. It's when the hydrogen is available that the the ecosystems, the hydrogen ecosystem grow. So it's really important to have a, a cheap hydrogen. And also it's important for um, the, one, uh, the ones that are doing the hydrogen plans in Italy, in Spain, in France, in Germany, etc. that it doesn't require that much things. Just a bit of regulation, just a bit of kickstarting the distribution. So if you need to have hydrogen refueling, station that's a small investment if you think about the size of germany the size of france this kind of country needs they, they need a 400 million investments to have the country covered with refueling station every small city can have a refueling station one refueling station out of two on the motorway can be equipped with a distribution system of hydrogen only with 400 million euro. At ABB, you know, the cost of a cable, of a subsidy cable, that's, that's just the price of one big cable. So you can have the infrastructure quite quickly in place. That's a problem with an electrical car. With hydrogen, its distribution is easy. So the government, that kickstarts hydrogen economy, they need to understand how it works properly, how to make uh, production possible quickly and cheap, doesn't require money. Distribution can be done quite quickly and for not a big 
uh, amount of money that nobody can uh, can uh, afford anymore. So it's it's really cool. And then then the industrial player will do their job like they did for batteries, like they did for uh, solar panels, like like they did for uh, windmills, etc. We will do our job. We just need a few things, and that's that's it. So we can make it quite quickly. Yeah. Right. Gentlemen, I think that our brief conversation was just the prelude to a whole series of conversation about hydrogen uh, as a source of uh, clean energy. Thank you very much for all your explanations. Uh, I hope that in this rapidly changing world, all the ideas will come to life very quickly. I wish you a good day and I, I hope to see you soon again. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you.